I'm Brimo Morales, and I'm on a journey to making six figures online. Join me as I celebrate my wins, discuss my losses, and bring out some friends along the way. This is Brimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. What's going on everybody? Brimo here with another episode of Brimo Live Journey to Six Figures and I'm so excited because today I've got my friend Scott Leak on the line. He is a newly published author. His book is called 49 Seeds and we are here today to talk about it. So here he is, Mr. Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. So good to see you. You too. Thank you for jumping on here. I'm so excited to talk about this book because it's definitely been a long time coming. I know it took you a while to get through the writing process and the publishing process and figuring everything out. So let's just talk about it. Let's talk about, you know, where the idea for this book kind of came from. Uh, The idea came from... um after I attended my first live event, um, I attended uh, a live event that just really opened my eyes to how I'd been living my life. Mm-hmm. And I was always one of those who, when I was growing up and when I was in high school, college, you know, I always thought self-help was kind of a joke and kind of ridiculous. And it was just like rah, rah, rue. And, uh, the irony of that is that I, I was probably one of the people who needed it most. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually how it happens. And, uh, yeah. And uh, after the first live event, I was just so, so blown away about all the work that I needed to do on myself and not just to make myself better, but to make those around me better that I decided to start writing about how I saw things and kind of writing to people who were like me, who had always thought that self-help wasn't wasn't necessary and, um, you know, you just had to kind of make life work, mm. uh, which is how I had always been taught. And so that's where it started. And then each time, uh, the second, when I attended my second event, was only, which was only, I think, about five months later, mm. um, it really opened me up even more. And then from the point of, that event ending to a third event, which was like two months, I finished my book. Um, wow. Finished the first draft, I guess, because I was just, I came back just inspired and, and really ready to help others and, and help myself continue to heal and grow. Wow, that's amazing. That's incredible. And I can definitely attest to feeling like I don't need self-help. Self-help is stupid. Like I was yeah. totally in that mindset like i didn't understand what working on yourself meant i was like what does that even mean like who wants to work on themselves like it didn't make sense to me so i totally get where you're coming from with the you know like not realizing that we can always improve on ourselves in different ways and it's just a matter of realizing how you can even start that process and uh, why it's beneficial to you because when we finally get out of our own heads and we realize how capable we are of doing something and we prove to ourselves that we can do something it's incredible to see what we can accomplish exactly yeah exactly so your book is definitely proof of what you can accomplish 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've always loved writing. Uh, when I was in high school and college, I kind of just did some poems. And uh, looking back on them, uh, I found a trunk recently that had some of my old publications. And uh, they're very sad and depressing. And, yeah. you know, life's so hard. And what am I going to do? And <laughs> holy cow, I'm so sad. And it's just like, wow, it didn't, doesn't have to be that way. Um, I don't want to feel that way. I don't like feeling that way. I don't think anybody enjoys being sad and depressed. Um, so this book is, is a way to help others, you know, kind of break that habit of just living in that cycle of sadness and depression and lack of self-worth was the big thing for me. So. Oh, absolutely. Because um, you and I did at least one of those events together, those live events, and we worked a lot on self-worth for sure, because I don't think people realize how self-deprecating they are with their thoughts and how they go about their days and live their lives. I mean, you even said your old publications had to do a lot with being sad and depressed and all of that stuff. And it's just like, almost like we like sitting in that negative mindset because we're comfortable. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a comfortable way and it's something that we learned very early on. when we're extremely young, and I see it now in my kids, um, because of everything I've learned through the live events and all the reading I've done, all the audio books I've listened to, um, plus my education. Um, I'm not just going to throw that out the window. Um, I've been able to see and know when events happen in my kids' life, Mm -hmm. uh, our lives together, and I can pinpoint this is going to affect them at some point in the future. Oh, man. And I'm seeing that now in my kids where a couple of years have gone by and they're starting to talk about those things that happen. And they're starting to stew and have it just go on repeat in their head. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. And it's just a constant correction with them. Okay, that happened, but here's the good things that happened while that was happening. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to help them find that balance. Um that you know i i didn't have when i was a kid it it was a different time growing up and you know my parents did an amazing job the best they could but it was you know money's always tight um you got to go to college get a degree get married get a good job and that's how your life's going to be yeah Uh, there there wasn't any other options uh, outside of that so uh, it's nice to be able to hopefully try to help my kids have a better life when they're adults and not have to struggle so much with their their self-identity and self-worth. No, that's awesome. And that's so crucial. And it's so great that you know now where those thoughts starting early will will lead them. So like now you're able to see it when it's happening and not necessarily stop it, but kind of redirect and say, you know, like, like you said, that's okay that that happened. Let's look at, you know, these wonderful things that happened as well. And to, to focus your mindset away from the negative, but back to the positive. Um, I right. think that's such a valuable skill to learn, especially at a young age. Um, and they're privileged to have a dad like you that understands that so that you can kind of guide <laughs> them, you know, as they grow. And hopefully they'll they'll have a much better mindset than we had by the time they reach adulthood. That's the hope. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely a struggle, though, because uh, it can get frustrating at times because I'm only one voice in their life. Sure. And then they go to school and they have uh, a teacher's voice and students' voices and a principal's voice. And um, it, it can be very difficult when you're there's so many outside voices and there's so many things that can influence a child. And 
I'm the the positive one. It's 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 hard in in a world that we live in today. Absolutely. No, I hear you. I mean, yeah, they're at home with you, but then they're at school and they're around their friends, and so you can't yeah. control every aspect or every thought that comes into their head but they at least have that guidance from me when they are home and stuff. So I think that's going to yeah. be hugely impactful on their lives. So your book is published. You're excited. Um, yes. Let's talk a little bit, you know, more specifically about kind of what the book is about. So we know it's kind of a self-help book. We know it's kind mm -hmm. of um, helping you to get out of the self-deprecation and more into, you know, your being and, and what you can, can do and stuff like that. So, Let's talk just a little bit more specific about like what else is in the book, if you don't mind. The book offers uh, quite a lot of things. It starts off with a little bit about gratitude mm -hmm. and how important gratitude is in everyone's life. And the hardest time to be grateful is when you feel like you don't have anything. Uh, when you feel like, you know, maybe you don't have the job that pays well enough or you don't have a job. Um, I've been unemployed for nine months and I've been trying to find work. Uh, I've had to live off my tax return and, you know, a few odd writing jobs. And so there was finally the spark that pushed me to publish the book was like, I, I've got to get some income somehow. And so there's always this constant feeling, even with me now, even though I've written this book, even though I've attended seminars of, I, I don't understand why pe other people haven't seen my worth. Uh, whether it's applying for a job or, you know, now selling this book, it's finding out what I can be grateful for at this moment with what I have today. And I've really been able to do that where I don't drive myself crazy anymore because I can sit at home with my kids and I can read stories to my daughter at night and just sit there for a second and look at her and just be so grateful that she's in my life. I'm alive and I get to read her a story. Yeah something that simple it, it it's so powerful and it's so impactful when you're grateful for it instead of seeing it as you know something that's a pain in my butt oh, i gotta go read stories now i was in the middle of doing something mm -hmm. same thing yeah i have the opportunity because i'm unemployed to take my kids to school every morning to pick them up every day to talk to them about their days to help them with their homework to take my son to practice to help them learn how to catch it's there's so many things that I get to do because I am unemployed that I'm able to balance that out so it doesn't hurt me negatively every single day. I can see the positive sides of me not having a job and I can focus on that so it doesn't ruin my mind. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm, I'm able to keep the search going, but at the same time, I'm able to say, you know what? This is happening for a reason. And the reason is right now I get to be with my kids. I get to look them in the eyes. I get to love them, tuck them in at night. You know, it's 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 amazingly powerful gratitude. And uh, so I, I do talk about gratitude. I also talk about um, kind of not adhering to the normal rules of society. Um, you know, you have to go to college. You you have to have a forty hour a week job. You have to do it. like all the have to stuff is just nonsense to me because the have to's take away our creativity. Um, you, you may want to do something, you can need to do something, but to have to do something, that's where a lot of people, I think, find the struggle in their jobs. Um, but from there, I talk about some things that happen in my life and experiences that I've had and 
I use that to help set up a, mo a good morning routine and an evening routine. I, uh, I suggest to people, I also have a challenge reward journal that will be up on Amazon soon. So it's a companion journal to go along with the book nice. um, so that people can express their gratitude every day. And then at the end of the day, they can express challenges they face. Mm -hmm. What are some possible solutions for those challenges? And then what are the rewards for solving those challenges? So that people can look every day and see, this is really hard today. I need to get it out of my head so it's not, it doesn't affect my sleep. Here's how I'm going to solve it. And here's going to be the amazing thing when I solve it. Um, and then from there, it goes into talk about affirmations, which I think are next to gratitude are probably one of the most important things we can do for ourselves to change our mindset and to help us kind of regain our own power every day and using positive affirmations. So instead of saying, you know, I'm so stupid or, you know, we stub our toe and we're like, oh, this always happens to me. Of course this happens to me. I'm the one who stubs my toe and today's the day. Oh my God. I used to do that crap all the time. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started writing affirmations about myself every single day. And I would focus on just like three to five a day. And I would write the same ones every day until I started to believe it. And I would even write, uh, the biggest one that I wrote is, um, I am valuable. And I would write, I am valuable five to 10 times a day, every day. And I think I did that for three months until I finally woke up one day. I was like, you know what? I do hold value. I hold value to myself and I hold value to my kids and my family and my friends. Um, and that helps motivate me to want to put out work, finish writing a book. So the, the 49 seeds are the affirmations, the 49 positive affirmations. They're examples of how you can write your own affirmations and change your life. And I give examples for each affirmation of, whether it's a personal example, an example of a friend, or some of them even are just quotes. So um, one of them is, I think I am loved. And so I just have quotes about love from authors, artists, uh, singers, politicians, world leaders, you know, world changers. And it just shows that the power that is out there in the world, that there's, it's not all bad. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the things that we see every day in the news, we read, we, it's on TV, it's just negative. And it can really bring a person down. So this is a way to remind yourself that, you know, through all that crap, you're an amazing human being and you're capable of anything. So 49 Seeds is the idea of removing all the bad crap that was planted in our brains when we were little kids and we couldn't control what we wanted to think and how we wanted to think. And we removed that and we've created this amazingly beautiful and fertile soil. And we plant seeds of positivity with affirmations. And those seeds can really drastically change your life. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you hit on those I am statements because I feel like I've heard before that the two most powerful words in the entire universe are I am. So mm -hmm. when you tell yourself, I am stupid, or I am wrong, or this and that, then you really start to believe that all the way down to your like subconscious, like I am that. And it's so yeah. hard once you've crafted that belief to get over it, because all your brain is going to do is show you instances to where you're right. 
Yeah, I am absolutely. stupid. You're going to have all these instances to where you feel really stupid. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, if you can stop that way before it starts, you can make your life so much easier and so much happier because you realize, you know, like, I'm not stupid. You know, I am a genius. I am smart. I am intelligent. You know, I am worthy. I am all of these amazing things. So I'm so happy that your book, These 49 Seats, are actual affirmations to yes. tear down those false beliefs and to allow you to kind of start anew. Yeah, and that's that's the idea. And it's, it's amazing what you'll see happen in your life when you start using the affirmations. I, I remember multiple times where I've been, you know, struggling one day and trying to get something done, can't get it accomplished. And I'll find myself in the kitchen making dinner with the kids and uh, they may be doing their own thing and I just kind of stop and whether I just take a couple deep breaths or I, you know, let out a big sigh or I just close my eyes for a second and try to just calm down and I'll tell myself, you know, I am valuable. I am worthy of love. I am smart. And I'll just go on and on until I start to feel myself calming down. And next thing you know, there's a little pair of arms wrapped around me. Oh. And it, it's like that I'm saying these things to myself and then it's showing right with my kids with they just come up and they see that you know what i think daddy needs a hug i'm gonna go give him a hug Aww. and uh it's it's amazing how how it starts to show just like you said you, you talk negative to your life you're gonna see negative in your life you talk positive in your life you're gonna see the positive yes there will be negative it's part of life there's a balance it's always equally balanced and it's it's just so amazingly powerful when you see those positive things start to happen in your life just because you're talking to yourself in a positive manner oh absolutely and I, yeah i've definitely integrated the ims into my own life as well and i've seen the impact of that using the book the magic you know and practicing those yes. those um uh, exercises of gratitude every single day oh my gosh i felt like it literally brought magic to my life like my wife won like this gift card i won this gift card like all this like amazing stuff was just coming into our life at a time when when we absolutely needed more funds coming in you know the situation that we were in so it was just like oh my gosh gratitude literally is magic and talking to yourself literally is magic we we don't realize that we have the ability to create our entire reality you know, yeah. in our life, every action and every decision we make every single day is what brings us to our life, like what's happening in our life right now. And it's yeah. crazy to think that as human beings, we actually have control over this because we're, we're taught that life just happens. Things just happen in life and we have absolutely no control over anything in our lives, but that's not true. Right. And that's the exact reason why I wanted to write this book almost mainly for myself because the feeling that I didn't have control, I didn't have a choice. And so the subtitle for this book is A Personal Guide to Reclaiming Your Power of Choice. Mm. And in life, we feel like we don't have control. I'm stuck here, I have to do this job, I have to do this, I don't have a choice, I have to do this. That's never true. We always have a choice to make a change, to make a difference, uh, to think happier thoughts, every single moment of every single day, we have that choice and we have that power, but we just, we've lost that feeling that we have that power. Yeah. We feel like, oh, you know, it's, it is what it is. This is who I am. This is how I was raised. This is my life. I'm just going to be stuck in lower middle class and working a 40 hour job that I hate yeah. and an apartment that sucks and never have my dream home, and never vacation. But you do have a choice. 
it doesn't mean the road to change is, is going to be easy. Okay. It's going to be hard. It's going to be incredibly hard and incredibly challenging. There's going to be lots of obstacles. But the important point is you have the choice. You have the choice at any time to say, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. Exactly. I mean, what would happen to our economy, for example, if everybody decided, you know, we see all these stats about 80% of people are unhappy in their jobs. Well, what if 80% of America went into their job today and went, you know what? I deserve better. It's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful because no one, no one can give that to you. You have to do that for yourself. No one's going to come along and hand you the keys to loving yourself and a good job that you love and want to do for the rest of your life. You have to do those things for yourself. And unless you love yourself and make the choice to love yourself, you're not going to be able to change your life. 100%. I love the quote, if you want your life to change, you have to change your life. Yep. You literally have to take yeah. the action to change something in your life if you want to see that change. Because if you do the same thing over and over again, you're going to see the same exact results. You know, the definition of yep. insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's not yeah. going to happen. Yep. It's not going to happen. Um, and we've just been so fed this lie our whole lives about like, oh, you have to go to school, you have to go to college, get a job in whatever industry, get married, yada yada, retire at 65, you know, and then and then go on vacations and live your life and things like that. Right. And it's like, no, like, enjoy your life now. Do things that you enjoy in life. What makes you happy? What drives you? What makes you feel more alive? Because the happier you are, the more you're want to be going to want to be productive anyway, you know, in doing what yeah. your passion is, in bringing that uh, wealth into your life, whatever it is. And if you stay at a job that you hate for so long, like, yeah, the money's good, but what quality of life do you have? Yeah. Like, what's well, going on? <laughs> I'm a good testament to all of that that you just said. Um, you know, I went to college. I got my degree. I got my master's degree. Now, granted, some people would argue that because I got my master's in theater performance that, well, you didn't really get a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you, the work I did getting my MFA was some of the hardest work I've ever done. Um, it wasn't just playing around and acting roles. It was studying and researching. And it was a lot of this stuff that has helped me in my personal development journey to be able to look at things almost like a character analysis, which is why in 49 Seeds, I provided a character analysis for people um, who read the book. They can go through and basically they analyze their life who, what, when, where, mm. and who's in your life? Where'd you come from? Where'd you grow up? What uh, economic class were you in? What political affiliations did your family have? You know, you, you drive down that list and you can start to see why you act and feel and do the things that you do. Then you can take that character analysis and you can create a character that you, that you want to be. Well, I don't want to be someone who's lower class. I want to be someone who's you know, middle to upper class or highest upper class, whatever people want to do. And they can go through and they can create the character who they want to be and they can see themselves becoming that person by answering, it's about five pages of questions. Wow. Um, so it's, it's, it's in-depth, it's an in-depth look at who you are, where you've been, and where you want to go. Um, so it's, it's powerful to 
to be able to, to study those things. But I've done all the things I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. College, job, marriage, kids. And guess what? Here I am, 40 years old, unemployed, divorced. I've been through bankruptcy, um, through different times in my life. When I was a, a child, I uh, was a victim of sexual abuse and physical abuse, uh, emotional abuse, neglect. Even in, as an adult, um, during my marriage, uh, I was uh, I allowed myself, I guess, to be a victim of emotional abuse and verbal abuse. And it took a long time for me to say, you know what, I deserve better than this. I deserve better to be stuck here in this and just dealing with the, oh, I have to, or just being another statistic. Um, so I've done all those things just that, that you mentioned of, you know, everybody says this is the way to do it. It's not necessarily the way to do it. That's right. There's other ways and there's better ways. Exactly. And there's no one size fits all. I've talked about this idea right. before. There is no one size fits all in life, in business, in anything. Whatever works for me isn't going to work for you necessarily. You know, whatever works for somebody else isn't necessarily going to work for everybody else. Our lives are designed to be unique for a reason. You know, we were put here to live out our purpose and to be happy and to create amazing things in this world and not just to conform to everybody else's idea of success. That's such a great point because. When I was writing my book, I didn't know, you know, if people wanted to hear what I had to say. It's like, who, who wants to know what some guy with an MFA in acting uh, and three kids who's divorced, wants, what do they want to know what I have to say? And it wasn't until I valued what I have to say that I started to write. And then once I started to write, I realized that, you know what, self-help is exactly like you said. It's not one size fits all. Yeah. You know, you can read an amazingly powerful book by, you know, any of the big names out there. And all of that may not be for you. Right now I'm listening to The Urban Monk on uh, audiobook. And it's a great book. But all of that is not for me. Mm. Um, But I can take pieces of it and I can apply it to my life and see if they work. And if they don't work for me, guess what? Pick something else. Yeah. My book may not be for everybody, but for some people, it's going to be helpful. Absolutely. And it, it may help change your lives, and that's my hope. If I can you know, help change 100 lives or 1,000 lives or 10,000 lives one day because someone picked up my book and read it, that's, that's amazing. Even if they took one thing from the book and they didn't use the whole thing verbatim, that's okay with me. So That's amazing. Absolutely. And now now that we're talking about the book, y'all, I actually put the link down below in the comments. So anybody that wants to pick up a copy of Scott's book, please do it. He is an amazing author. This book can definitely help you no matter where you are in your self-help journey. Um, Just the affirmations alone and allowing yourself to try to change that mindset that you've been living in. You know, uh, the self-help journey is a lifelong journey. It's not going to like just happen one day and then you're done. It's, it's like, no, it's a process. You can always improve your life um, one way or another, you know? And so starting somewhere like with this type of book is a great place to start. If you've never done self-help before, or if you find yourself in a point of life where you're just like, I really want to change my life somehow, but I don't know where to start. Pick up a book yeah. like this. He even said he's got a workbook to kind of go along with it to help you you know, answer those questions and just allow you to continue on that journey with some guidance. It's a lot easier if you have guidance rather than trying to do everything yourself. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, I would, I would hesitate to have anybody go through any self-help journey on their own. Um, whether it's just having a friend who's an accountability partner or finding yourself a mentor. Um, because as you're going through self-help, you're going to learn things about yourself that you never would have even thought of. Um, and it can either bring you down um, and you go, wow, I never realized this. And your brain's going to almost pull out that filing cabinet and say, oh, yeah, we have all these files here. Did you want to read them? <laughs> and you're just going to start going through that stuff in your head. And it's better to have someone that you can talk to, that you can um, talk to someone about those things that are going on and that are happening and that you're realizing in yourself. That way they don't stay there. They're out and they're gone. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, guys, if you want a great book, a great self-help book to start you off with, grab this book, support a local published author, self-published, yes. like self-publishing is not as easy as it sounds. You know, it took Scott a while to figure everything out and, you know, get it all together. Do you want to talk a little bit about that before we close here? Kind of like the self-publishing journey, because yes, I know absolutely. there's other people out there like mm -hmm. myself who are either starting the self-publishing journey or thinking about writing a book. And maybe you can like walk them through just a little bit of your process and what you did um, to do that. Yeah, the the biggest hiccup for me in my, my publishing journey came when um, I was contacted uh, I sent my book to uh, maybe 10, 15 different publishers. And um, I got a couple responses that were just, no thanks, we're, we're good. And then one called and said, we'd like to talk to you on the phone. I was like, sure. So we talked, and this went on for about three weeks. And they reviewed, first it was a chapter. Then it was, um, I think it was like 60 pages. And then it was the whole book. And then they wanted to break down <clears throat> the purpose of the book and who my target market was. And it was, it, it all seemed very legit and very real. And it felt amazing because someone was telling me how important my work was, how valuable this was going to be and, you know, how people needed to hear this and needed to read this. And then at the end they said, well, we're going to shoot you over a contract and uh, just review it over and let us know your thoughts. So the contract was that they would publish me and I would pay them $10,000 to publish my book. And uh, the royalties were, were ridiculously small as well. So what that is, that's a vanity publisher. So you can, you can go pay someone to publish your book and they'll market it and they'll get the copies printed and set it all up for formatting and editing and all that kind of stuff. Well, I don't have $10,000 in my bank just to pay someone. So I spent a, almost a year researching different ways to create a cover, to find an editor, to how do I do the self-publishing? What's the best way to self-publish? Should I do Amazon or should I go another route? Can I go another route if I do Amazon? And I was able to find a lot of the answers to those questions, but it, it took me a, a long time to find the answers without having to keep forking over money every time I turn around. Um, and that's that's the big catch now is that you can you can research self-publishing and you can find most of your answers, but it is going to take time because a lot of the services that are out there they want you to give your money first. 
mm. um, before they give you the answers. Nobody just wants to give you the answers to this is how it's done and this is the best way and easiest way to do it, quickest way to do it. Um, and so I, I was finally able to, to get a lot of those answers. I did pay for an editor because I wanted it um, to be edited properly and have someone who I did not know, um, had no affiliation with me, and I think she was from Australia. Oh, wow. And she went through and edited. Um, got a, I got a great price on it, and she did a fantastic job. Um, the changes that she made went along with how I wrote. It didn't conflict with my thoughts and ideas. And, uh, yeah, then it was just finally getting the courage to actually start clicking the right buttons and saying that, okay, I can do this. Because it's scary when you're about to click a button and it's going to publish a book that has a lot of personal details about you. Yeah. That, you know, even your family doesn't know all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you've, I've never been one to talk a lot to people and share my problems and issues because I never wanted to be a burden because I never felt like I was worth being a burden. Um, I never gave people the chance to be there for me. And so this is uh, this was a huge step for me, just publishing a book that has <laughs> this much information about myself. Um, it, it was it was cool, but the publishing journey is is it can be very difficult, and there's there's a lot of minds out there that you have to watch out for. Oh, absolutely! I'm so glad you you touched on that and touched on those vanity publishing companies about trying to get your money beforehand because yeah, there's so many of them out there. Yeah, spend this amount of money and we'll send you this many copies of your book or whatever, but we're not going to necessarily help you with the marketing or the exactly. <laughs> the big stuff that actually matters <laughs> yes, when you're getting your book. Yes, that will actually sell copies of your book. Exactly. It's more, it's more about them making money than helping you get your message out. Um, they just kind of say, okay, now you need to go and you need to set up uh, appointments and speak for free, and then you can sell your books there. And yes, those are all marketing strategies, but... To pay someone $10,000 to tell me to go speak for free and try to sell my book, uh, that's not going to happen. No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Well, I'm so glad that you found, you know, a venue that worked for you, a route that worked for you so that you could get this out there, so you could get this published. Do you have a copy on you, like next to you? I don't. My copies, I just got noticed today. For some reason, when I ordered my author copies, Mm -hmm. it I haven't gotten them yet. Other people, I've sent, I've received pictures of them holding my book and opening the package, but I ordered author copies and they're supposed to be here next week. Okay, well I have I the ordered digital. Them two weeks ago. I just bought the Kindle version, so this is what the cover hey. looks like, everybody. Forty nine seeds. If you don't have it, grab yourself a copy of it now. I put a link down below there to go buy it on Amazon. So uh, buy it read it, you know, um, give Scott some feedback so he can go out there and um, just kill it on Amazon. I'm excited for you and the marketing journey that you're going to go on. And I I hope that you sell a lot of copies of this book. Thank you so much. And I'm so grateful for you having me on your podcast. And, you know, I'm so grateful for all the things you do uh, with marketing and helping others. And it's just, it's inspirational to see all the work you're doing. And I'm so proud of you, and I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Thank you. The feeling is mutual. I love having you in my life, too. For those of you that don't know, we were in a small group together at one of those live events. So we got a little yes. close. Got a little yep. close. <laughs> Spilling our guts to each other. So it was, a, yes. it was a good time, and I'm proud of you and happy to have you in my life. So thank you so much for jumping on here today. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brimo Live Journey to Six Figures. I will see you guys on the next one. Bye, everybody.
Thanks so much for listening. If you loved it, please leave a review, rate it on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. Share it with a friend who would enjoy it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Grimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. I'll see you on the next one.